lightning. Inspirational. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the Royal Empress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the Royal Empress. Now Akima, she's the analytical Empress. Akima, she's the Empress that will challenge you. Now, straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation with the Royal Empress. Welcome back to Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is Dr. Hakima, and joining me is my sister, from another mother, my kindred spirit, my co-host, the Royal Empress, Akia. Also joining us, we have a very special co-host today, a sister that go by the name of Jara Clark. Now, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Sister Jara. Jara is a mother. She's certified in first aid, AED, and CPR. So if you're ever in trouble, this sister is in the area, you're gonna be all right. She's also a mixed, Fit instructor and an HBCU alum. See that, you know, we always bring in our HBCU alum on the show. We love our HBCU graduates. So we have one more for you. But I just want to say a little bit about this sister and how I came across her on Instagram. And she always sharing something so positive. And I said, oh, I love her energy. Ain't nothing competitive about this sister at all. Because, you know, over here at Royal Empress, we, we, we go about a no-compete clause. We don't, we don't compete with sisters. We, we lift each other up. And I just kept following her and, and watching what she, was, what she was putting out. And it was all positive. And I said, we need to bring this sister on the show. So thank you, sis, for coming on. Say hello to the audience. How y'all doing this evening? <laughs> thank you so much. Today's topic is staying fit to obtain self-love and a positive attitude. Mm, this is a good topic. I, I'm excited about this one. Hakeem, you excited about all of our topics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am, because it's like scripture is talking. You know how it is. Our listeners, you understand, we warm up before we even start recording. Man. It, it just be so much love before we even start recording the show. So we had so much love flowing before the show, and it's just trickling on in into the recording. So, yeah, I am. I do be overly excited. I know. <laughs> That's the best way but, to live life, though. Exactly. Talk about staying fit. I went to the gym this morning. Me and my daughter went. So I'm trying to stay fit. I'm trying to stay fit. So what you what you all think about staying fit to change self-love and a positive attitude? So my personal and what I tell my students is uh, we forget that we owe it to ourselves. Like our body is naturally built to move and stretch and bend. And when we don't do that, it's a disservice to ourselves. And if we have to take care of other people and we're not first taking care of ourselves, we will ultimately fail. So going to the gym for an hour a day, which ends up being 4% of the day, is like bare minimum that you owe yourself. Like you deserve it. You deserve to have some time to yourself to be like, let's see what I can push myself to do. 
I haven't been going to the gym. I have a confession, John. <laughs> I have been slacking in my work. That's okay. Do you have kids, though? Say, I'm sorry, say that one more time. Do you have kids? Um, well, my son just turned 20. Oh, well, then you, 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 you are slacking. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's still okay. Everybody takes a break from now and then, right? One of the, the things that I know is that rest is really good for your muscles. Um, fun fact, if you take a nap after you work out, your muscles grow a little bit faster than if you were to just kind of continue on your day. So it's two-part. Yes, you should rest, especially if your body tells you. If you don't listen to your body, you will end up, your, your body will sit you down quickly and you'll be like, I can't move, I can't. So rest is awesome, but it's a lifestyle change, right? You never want to go in and just go hard for a month and then stop because you're not going to get to where you're going. Another important thing I tell my students is consistency. Like, what can you do? for the rest of your life, because that's really what the goal is, to be able to live this way until we die. I'm a walker, and I have not been doing that lately. And so that's kind of where I was saying, meant that, you know, I tend to walk, like I'm not really a gym person. I've okay. never really been a gym person. Um, and I like, and I, and I think people need to understand that it's actually okay to work out at home. Okay. Um, and that's my comfort place. And so where some people need the gym for motivation, they need, you know, they like that whole right. atmosphere with everybody else. And for me, I just like the solitude. Like I like, I'm like, I need to buy equipment for my house. Uh <laughs> <laughs> my mom is the same way. She has a really? school in her house. Yeah. I just, because then, then I'm more inclined to do it if I'm at home, you know, and then there would be times that I would do like these different wall exercises and just, you know, all sorts of things that I would do. But what I realized as we're talking about this is that whether I was walking, whether I was doing whatever, my mood changed every time I did something, you know, active to, to, and, and I think a lot of people don't understand that, that it is good for your mental health. Yes. Because yeah. you get that, those endorphins. That's <laughs> those exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And it does make a, it, it absolutely makes a difference. So I, I know that and I do miss that. And so like when I'm saying it, I'm not saying it from a place, oh, I'm just lazy. I don't feel like, like I know what happens when I, when I go out. You know, if I get down and I, I'm like, oh my God, I'll go take a walk and it'll make the, all the difference in the world. Hmm. So, yeah. And even, even when you work, like even when I go downtown, and most people have like a downtown, you know, when you go downtown and you got to walk a couple miles to get where you're going, <laughs> I usually will take my gym shoes. Right. You could, it's a literally, like you said, the endorphins are released and endorphins are the happy drug and it changes your mind. And then if you can focus enough, and I think what happens with a lot of people, it happened with me. Um, you know, we exercise because we're like, oh, I don't like this. I want to change this. This is a negative thing. And then for me, I was like, well, okay, I can't be mad at myself anymore because I'm doing the thing that's going to get me to wherever it is I'm trying to go. So I might as well enjoy it. Like I might as well have fun and be like, okay, I get to do this. This is awesome 
this is a good time and then and then you see the results mm -hmm. what do you recommend for people though that that like like somebody like me who's not a gym person who doesn't necessarily want to lift the weights and you know whatever like and they still can get that benefit so okay cool fact um i did mix fit for two years before i actually became an instructor and it's all body weight toner so it looks like dance moves but when you break it down it's really crunches punches working abs and all of that um so working at home working out at home is amazing I would do it if I didn't have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old because they climb on me when I to work out. Um, but other than that, I would be a homebody. I don't like to um, not necessarily waste the gas, but it's an extra thing that you have to consider in going to the gym. Whereas if it was in my house, I think I'd be a little bit more dedicated. Um, but the cool thing is you don't have to buy anything. Like your body and most of the stuff that you have in your house is more than enough. If you have a chair, you can do dips, you can do uh, incline push-ups. If you have a wall, you can do wall sits, you can do, um, I forget what they're called, but you sit on the wall and you kick your leg. It's like a leg extension. They're really good for your knees. Um, and I think it's more rewarding too when you're not paying out money just to say, oh, I belong here. Right. If you're like, OK, I'm so committed that I'm going to turn this chair, or this couch, this yoga ball or whatever that's already readily available into the thing that's going to change me into the thing that I want to be. And it's again, it's more mental than it is physical. I always point out in my classes, I'm like, look, you're breathing right now and your body's not being told to breathe like you just know automatically. So if you could turn off your brain and say, hey i can do it and shut it off then watch what your body does like it can last a lot longer than we allow it to because we stop because we think we feel pain and our body's like no that's just change and i got it it's growth <laughs> it hurts but i'll still move through it that's what's up that's what's up that's some good that's some good knowledge right there because i I'm, I'm i'm an advocate well i'm the main person that's gonna stop Oh, I did 15, my stomach hurt and I'm stopping. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna take 10 minute break. You know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> so when people work me out, they like, well, you about to do what? No, you're not, you're gonna keep going. I'm like, no, I'm hurting, you know? So thank you for saying that because I'm saying that my body is telling me we need to stop and you saying, no, that's not what your body's saying. It's saying, this, it's a change happening. It's okay, we are gonna be all right. So now right. I know when I feel that pain or that, that, that difficulty, I'm gonna keep going. Right. And it's like, it's the same. I related fitness to life, right? If you've ever had a bill that you're like, oh God, I didn't pay it on time. You feel that pain. And I bet you that never happens again. <laughs> or if it does, you're more prepared. You're like, okay, I know that I'm not going to be able to pay this bill. So I need to make a modification. Right. So, okay. My leg is a little sore today. I can't squat as much as I would like, but that doesn't mean that I'm not. It just means I'm going to modify. It's super cool. Like it's, it's so mental i did boxing one time and my coach uh, i was punching the bag he's like you still got time left and he saw my arms go from a good position to kind of flopping a little bit and he was like it's not your body this week it's your mind and i was like oh god mm. i was wow. like you're right it's like if i tell myself i can do it if i say yes i can do this then what's gonna stop me 
it's it's an amazing thing and i think music is very instrumental in fitness um we try to choose songs at least in my class i try to choose songs that are motivational so that there's parts in them that i'll yell out or i'll you know try to catch your attention and distract you from whatever thoughts you're thinking uh you know motivate by j cole i have a routine to that and in there we have to do a squat but he says i'm feeling alive so <laughs> i make the class say i'm feeling alive like you're what like tell me like say it loud you're feeling alive and then they're done and they're like oh i'm like but you're feeling alive aren't you <laughs> great um, it's working nights and um i have a co-worker uh in my job who he he competes he bodybuilds hmm. and so i wasn't finding no results so i had I was, he was leaving work. Well, I had switched the day shift and he was still on nights. So uh, I was coming in while he was leaving out. And I said, hey, man, let me holler at you for a minute because you're an expert on, because you won't have nobody fat. I mean, I need you to coach me. I said, what do I need to do, man, to get my body where I want it to be? He said, he said, I know what you probably do. He said, you probably go to the gym, work out two hours, and then you so wore out, you can't even go back for three, four days. I said, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> he said, do a little bit every day. If your body's not used to working out, do a little bit every day. Then right. do 15 minutes. And then once you get that 15 minutes, double, do 30. He said, but do a little bit every day. And when I say, I said, okay, I'm going to try that. And it just got to the point that that just, that was all the motivation that I needed because I didn't right. feel overwhelmed. And when I did that little bit, my body was like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing. I, I like this change. And it, right. it was easy for me and it made it, it was less of, like, it didn't seem like this really big mountain that I had to, to overcome. It just made it something that I could really conquer. And then I just built my way up and it got to the point where he would see me. He said, I see you. He said, I see you. I see the change. And I told him, man, thank you because I needed that. So it's just so interesting. Like, we really think that, you know, working out is this really big project, like painting the whole house. You know, that's how we treat workout. Like, right. oh my God, I got to work out. But I mean, it, our approach is different. I just think sometimes we have to look at it as something good. Like you say, we look at workout as being bad. We right. look at it as something good and then pace ourselves where it's something that we can't achieve and then build, work our way up to something higher. Right. And it's a confidence booster. Like not only, yes, okay, my body looks nice, awesome, great. That's not, I tell everybody, that's not why I started. I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and at the time, they were five and one, and I was always telling him we eat, sleep, and exercise, because he took Taekwondo. So that's how we take <laughs> care of ourselves. We eat, sleep, and exercise. And I was like, man, I'm not exercising. Like, I'm not doing the thing that I tell him, and I don't like to be a hypocritical parent. Like, we grew up with parents that do as I say, not as I do, which is cool. They did what they knew how to do. I just do things. A little bit different so when i realized that i was like, okay i need to get in somebody's gym and do something and i'm really if i put my money out i'm gonna go do the thing so because i couldn't work out at home i had to make the commitment to somewhere that was going to take my money that was going to physically hurt me um just that that knowledge of okay if i don't go then i've wasted money and i got into the gym i tried a bunch of different classes and then zumba stuck for a little bit like the dancing but then somebody's like oh you should try it was hip-hop then it's mixed fit now tried it i was like oh my god this is this is that thing like i felt it resonate in me and then i started to realize all the things that were not wrong but needed to grow within me like there's a person that when you watch me dance when you watch me work out there's a different aura 
I'm told that exudes from my person. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, how do I become that person like all the time? Because she's joyous, she's happy, she's a little sweaty, but she's having a great time in life. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to be that. And the more I got into fitness, the more I was like, okay, this is a choice. I'm not going to be mad at myself because I'm not where I want to be because I'm working on it. I'm not going to, you know, put down myself. I'm going to just be like, okay, well, I like this now. Or, and I gave myself rewards. I, I ended up saying, no, you can't buy any clothes until you commit yourself. Like you have to show you that you're committed. Mm -hmm. And there's that self-confidence. Now I'm relying on myself. I'm keeping my word to myself. It's, it's so mental that it's not even, it's not, fitness is not to me, it's not even physical. Like my body just shows up. My mind does all the work. Like I tell my students, I mean, you may look at me and be like, oh, well, she's got it. She's fit. I'm like, yeah, but it still hurts me. Like I'm doing this movement with you and it hurts me. <laughs> but because I'm the instructor, I cannot drop my arms, whereas you can. <laughs> so think of how much harder I have to push myself to make sure that you know that you can do it and wow. that part of life I love I love being like yo we got this like we can all do this and it doesn't have to be a, a number goal it doesn't have to be like if you just want to be healthier if you just want to be like yo I just want to go to the gym and be okay with that I just want some time away from my kids or my husband or my girlfriend or whatever you just have to say, okay, it's okay. Like the world will do without you for an hour or two hours and everything will be fine. And the laundry will be there. The bills will be there. The kids will be there. And you get to take a breath for a moment and be like, this is all about me. And people don't like being selfish, which I understand because it's better to give than it is to receive, but we can't pour from an empty cup. No, we can't. And when you said selfish, I, I like to use the term self-full. Mm. <laughs> and it's perfectly okay to be self-full. I like that. Yeah, it's okay. I like that, 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 <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm going to do that next class. I'm like, it's okay to be self-full. It is. <laughs> I like it. it. It absolutely is. And that's the thing and that we have to think about, that fullness, that, that, that it's okay to pour into us. That's not a selfish act. Right. Um, you know, because, it, it, and you've already said it earlier, if you don't take care of you, how do you take care of anybody else? Right. You know, and we absolutely can't pour from empty cups. So we have to put, we have to put and pour into us. And, and then nobody once we, is going to do it. Yeah. Not yeah. in a way that is, is the best for us. Like we are, our, but that means you also have to take time to learn yourself. Right. When, Again, which is why I like fitness, because you learn, okay, my body can't go that far down yet. Now I have a goal. Now I want to try to achieve that goal. What do I have to do to get myself to that point? And then you watch yourself change. Like I would have never, I was 240 pounds. I would have never imagined in my life I'd be a size two. I was always double digits. And what? I you think you was 240? Yes, ma'am. What? <laughs> I would have never thought that, but that is, I mean, I, I I think we need to highlight that because that's a great accomplishment and you're an example for anyone who says, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's too much weight for me to be able to lose. Right. That's awesome. 
thank you yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of changes a lot of lifestyle changes you know what I mean like you gotta change the way you eat like they say it i forget what song it is you gotta change the way you eat the way you think the way you live like you gotta all of that if you don't change all of that it's not gonna work but you can't like you said you can't do it in a day you have to pick one thing at a time i always tell my students consistency don't overload yourself they're like, oh, well, you must have been working out every day. No. When I started, I was working out one day a week for one hour. Mm-hmm. And then the more I liked it, it was two days. And then it was three days. Like, you find time for the things that you love. And once you start mm-hmm. finding time for yourself, the person that you become is so much more loving because now you're like, I took care of me, not, oh my God, I can't believe my husband didn't read my mind and get me the ice cream because, you know, my cycle started. It's, it's, it's none of that. It's like, okay, I loved me enough to be like, I deserve to go work out and lift these weights. It may not do nothing right now, but if I keep doing it, it's going to do something. It's going to change something, even if it's just the way I feel. There are people that are heavier than me that can run faster than I can. Why? Because they train differently. Yes. So I always tell people, don't look at my size. Like, love you right now as you are. Be so grateful for the skin that you have. They'll be like, oh, my arm is. I'm like, but you have an arm. I said, but you know, there's people that don't have arms that cannot move them up and down. Why are you making excuses for yourself? Like, don't, don't self-sabotage and be like, oh, I can't before you've even started or deplete yourself while you're in the middle. Like we're doing the thing right now. We just have to be like, okay, I'm doing the thing and I'm so happy that I'm able to get up every day and do this thing. You motivating me right now. I just want to- <laughs> Tomorrow I am going to get up. <laughs> I'm not joking. Y'all laughing at me. I'm so serious. I'm like, I'm just listening to her and I'm like, okay, maybe we need to do this show because I needed somebody else in my head. <laughs> oh my goodness. Remind me of all of that. Like seriously. And 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 I think I might go on and, and start my little wall exercises back up. <laughs> you know, and listen, walking is amazing. If I could afford to live in New York, my brother lives in New York. We went and visited him and I would get up before the kids. And so I like to do the family reunion. So we've done a couple this year and we went to visit him. My mom came with us and she got to be with all her grandbabies. And I was like, all right, mom, you got the kids? I'm just gonna walk around like 17,000 blocks right quick just to get ready for the day. <laughs> like I will wake up and she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yep, I need to, I need to just go walk. She's like, but you're gonna walk all day. I'm like, no, this is the, the pre-walk <laughs> for, the, for the walk. <laughs> The pre-walk, okay. I was like, this is going to get me amped up. So then when I'm with the kids, I'm ready to, my blood's already flowing. I've already released those endorphins. Now I'm excited to walk as opposed to being like, okay, now we got to do this walk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, I tell my students, it's choices. You make choices about what you want to do. You can either be mad about whatever it is, or you can be happy about it, whatever it is. Like I get to go to work. Some people don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. I get to, I tell them every time I come into class, I'm like, I'm being this excited every time I see you because you chose me of all people. There are several thousands, not thousands, but you know, there's a lot of instructors in the area that are amazing. I've only, I've been doing this less than a year. 
So for them to look at me and be like, no, you're motivated. No, I need your class. No, you give me hope. I'm like, yo, that's literally <laughs> all I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to just be like, yo, I, I can do it. And there's a, a part in the Bible that says you, you save a poor man by showing him that you can do it first. Like, you don't give him the money. You don't give him the food. You show him, watch yeah. me do it. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how you do it. You just have to find your thing. Like your thing may not be fitness and that's cool. Your thing could be podcasts, right? There's a certain <laughs> amount of work that goes into it. My mind may not be able to process it the same way, but the secret of the success in it is the same. It's the discipline to whatever the craft is. And people are like, oh, well, I need motivation. It's motivation quits on you. The discipline is where it's at. Like, yes. Let me. Uh, I want to. I want to go over this. Uh, this article that I found at Huffington that was uh, published through off, uh, Huffington Post, and this was February of 2012. But the study was on black women, the obstacles of black women, why black women don't want to work out because they don't want to affect their hairstyle. And I was hmm. like, "Ooh, this is interesting," because I've heard plenty of men say this who are personal trainers. It's hard to get clients that are black women because they're too concerned with their hair. Uh, what do you all think about that? What's your opinion? I ain't see no problem. I see black women in the gym all the time. However, black women now are wearing their hair more natural. Yeah. Um, which makes a difference. Like I have locks, so I really don't care if I sweat. Uh, right, me too. Wear, I got locks too. So exactly, a lot of women have short cut fades. They got froze. They tie their hair up. They know exactly what they're coming for. Um, I can see where it used to have been a problem. I would say maybe in the realm of swimming, it's still an issue. But just to go and sweat, I don't. I see no lack of black women. Yeah, I was going to say I think it was the time that that was written. Right, because there has been such a shift. Mm-hmm. in in the in the hairstyles of black women i mean because yes there was a time when black women were not wearing their hair natural mm-hmm. and so they probably cared more then than they do now but now and like you said people tie their hair up right. <laughs> you know they adjust they most the women in the gym are walking they got the little rags on their heads they're like and, i ain't come to be cute <laughs> right even that's what i'm saying working out is not this is not the time to you know you're, you're working you're right. trying to, so this is not, let's be cute time, unless you're just going to the gym trying to entice men, but I don't think people. <laughs> <laughs> There's, fortunately, I don't see too many of those. I've heard right. stories, but I don't see too many of those. <laughs> yeah, the, I think you only see that around the new year. Right. Um, and, then, and then they fade away anyway, because the discipline and the commitment is not there, so it doesn't even make a difference. But. Right. I think most people at the gym are there because they're working on themselves and they're not really concerned about, you know, any of that other stuff. But I, I've seen a lot of people who have gotten braids because they knew they were going to be doing a lot of working out, you know, right. even, even before the whole natural hair was a, was a thing. Right. So yeah, that's all I can attribute it to. I think it's a thing of the past for the most part. Yeah. I remember okay. when I was in trend ends again, then we might said, well, uh, <laughs> No, when I was in corporate I was concerned about that because I was like a manager, so 
it was kind of like they were the company that I worked for appearance was very important so it's kind of like I didn't want to be I didn't feel comfortable putting myself in a situation where it's like okay now here is the issue so I guess at that time at that time you're right it was a different era now I'm not in corporate so I don't care you know what I mean I don't have to worry about fitting some type of image but even now in corporate America I mean I've seen articles and stories of uh that not being the issue it's women wearing their hair any way they want to now which it should have been anyway but it was always the issue when us black women wanted to wear our hair natural in a corporate environment or more ethnic won't say natural but to say where caucasians considered to be too ethnic you know i always heard that term so it was difficult for a sister to focus on hair for working out you know it was for me because i'm like i need to keep it straight i need to keep it this way because for work reasons. Right, so, and you don't have three full hours to keep pressing it every day just to keep it straight. Right, or washing it and then curling it yourself. And you know, it ain't gonna, if you pay all this money for somebody else to do it, you're like, I just wasted my money and I know I can't duplicate what I just paid somebody to do. So, yeah, I, I will say that with that article being 2012, makes sense. I mean, you ain't seeing articles like that in 2019. Oh, and, and, and I think that you're seeing more women and particularly black women who are looking at self-care, you know, that's a, that's a big thing right now, you know, taking care of yourself and, you know, being healthy and eating healthy and doing the things that we need to do. I think that we realize that this is, this is not gonna, like if people can see me on, on, on out in podcast land, I'm touching my hair, but. <laughs> it looks good though. It looks good. Sis. <laughs> But if you, I mean, but you're not as concerned about your hair as you are your mental and physical well-being, and that is so huge, you know. And I think that as much as I dislike social media, y'all know we already had that conversation prior to recording. Um, I do understand that seeing this, it is, you know, while I may say things are trendy, trends can be good if it if it changes lifestyles. So, hey. If, if self-care is a trend, I hope it's a trend that never leaves. I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, please <laughs> just let it be the trend like like the internet and <laughs> and CDs and, and, you know, all of that. Because it's, it's a beautiful thing when you stop waiting on somebody else to kind of solve your problems. And you're like, okay, what can I do? Yeah. Like, how do I fix this? If, this? if I don't like this about me, what do I do to make it better? Like parents mm -hmm. do it all the time. We don't cuss in front of our kids. We may cuss like sailors everywhere else, but we're like, oh, my children are around. Unfortunately, mine hear me. <laughs> it's probably bad. It's probably why they probably got a little, they say a little stuff they shouldn't say that some teachers have told me they said. So, but you're right. We ain't supposed to. <laughs> I do have a, uh, I, yoga is a big thing now. And so many people are, you know, everywhere, in every circle you go to, do you do yoga? They act like it's a drink or something. Do you do yoga? Everybody wants to do yoga. What are you all thoughts on yoga? And do you partake in it? Well, you know, I've been practicing yoga over 20 years, so. Yeah. <laughs> yoga is the bee's knees. Like, if you don't, it's, so life is yin and yang, right? If you bend your body one way in order to make it balance, you bend it the other way. Yoga is like the... I guess the completion in the triangle, like you need cardio, you need strength training, and then you need to stretch. Mm. Like that's, that's in my mind how it works. If you don't stretch, 
your body's gonna get tight. And then it's another place to, it's another way to escape in a good way. Like you escape inside, you bend, you breathe, you relax your mind. Again, it's more mental than it is physical. Like eventually you keep holding these poses, your body will go into that position, which is cool over time, but you gotta have patience and love yourself through the process instead of being like, oh my God, I can't believe I don't have this move yet. Like, no, I will get it. You just have to keep going. I think people also have to understand that yoga is not a competition. And that's part of the problem that people have with yoga is because of other things that we do, we want to take that attitude into that art form. And I don't think that you should. It's, it's, it's only as far as you can go. And breathing through the poses and the process and, and all of that. But that, that's one of the things that I think that, I, you know, I'll hear people saying, oh, I'm going to try this type of yoga and I'm going to do this. And, oh, you, oh, you know, and they think that you have to sweat in order for it to be a good workout. And you don't. So that's, you know, that's the only thing I think, like, as, as far as yoga is concerned, it's like, take the competitiveness out of yoga and understand that it's not one of those things where, you know, you got to push yourself or, you know, you go at your own pace. And, and if you continue to do it, eventually you're going to get the pose or you're not. And it doesn't matter. And see, with so. that, that's the recipe for life, right? We're not <laughs> in competition with anybody. Yeah. Like, I'm not in competition with you. You are doing an amazing podcast. I love it. I celebrate you. Like, congratulations. I'm honored to be on the show. Mm-hmm. It's dope. But that doesn't mean that I can't also be great. Yes. Clearly, you thought I was great enough to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Like, we need to stop being like, oh, well, I got this and you got that. Instead of that, being like, oh, my God, congratulations on what you have. Mm-hmm. So you can congratulate me. And we can just keep cheerleading and rooting each other on, mm-hmm. like, I have a lot of sisters, a lot of like, you know, sisters from another mother, another father, (laughs) sisters that will call and be like, okay, what you doing today? What's your plan today? What you Mm -hmm. doing for the week? Okay. And we all have our moments where we're like, man, I don't know. (laughs) This money ain't coming (laughs) to the door. I'm finna do some strange stuff right now. And the (laughs) other person's role is always to be like, well, look how far you've come. Like, why are you going to stop now? Like, what difference is it between yesterday and today? Nothing. It's just the way you feel. So how do we change the way you feel? It's, it's all, again, that's what I say in my classes, because that's how I feel about fitness. And that's how I feel we get through this thing called life. It's a marathon. Like, today may be a good day. I mean, even if, okay, so like I tell my kids, we can have a bad five minutes, but we can't have a bad day. Like, you could be mad right now. And you right. five, ten minutes, cool. That's not, we still have the rest of the day to go. Even if mm-hmm. it's right before bedtime, we can still change how we feel before we go to sleep. I just wanted to uh, mention something that I was, that I was happy to participate in um, about a couple of weeks ago was the Miss Black USA pageant. And I was, no, let, me, let me clarify, I wasn't in the pageant. <laughs> I was like, get it. <laughs> no, <I> was, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> let me let me be, let me clarify this. I wasn't in the pageant. I actually judged the uh, Miss Teen, 
and the um, and the Ms. MS. However, what I was going to say because we're talking about fitness, and the thing that impressed me about this pageant was that they didn't have a swimsuit competition; they had a fitness segment. Really? Why? And okay, I so thought what they do. I thought that well, it they wore you know they wore fitness attire, okay. things that you wear. You know, and so that meant for me anyway, because the women were all sizes. It wasn't like everybody was a size zero who were who was competing in this pageant. Right. So they wore things that flattered them or that fit them. Okay. And I loved it. And so you might have someone who was a runner and maybe her outfit was that of somebody who's a runner. And, you know, and they talk about their fitness routine oh, in the conversation. Wow. And I've just, you know, and so, I mean, if, and all my years of watching pageants and all of that, but what I really loved about it was that this is about black women. And in this pageant, we're talking about fitness. And so I just thought that was an awesome thing. And so I just wanted to mention it because we were just talking about fitness and it's like the focus on fitness was just so important to me. And they talk about heart health and those things that affect black women in terms of our health. We're even doing this now in our beauty pageants where we're talking about fitness and staying fit and what is your fitness routine. That's what those women had to tell the audience was what their fitness routine, what do they do to stay healthy? That's how impressive. Yeah. It sounds like it's more about passion as opposed to, it's not what you do, but how you feel about what you're doing. Yeah. That's very impressive. That's the first time I ever heard of a, a beauty pageant um, taking that approach to fitness and opposed to, focusing on the sexuality, come out in a swimsuit. Like, really, you know, mm-hmm. I've never li- I've never liked that part about those beauty pageants. I thought that was sexual exploitation, but the spin that was put on this beauty pageant, I love it because yeah. that's more important, not just to those who are in, in the competition, but for those who are in the audience, like, man, what's yeah. my fitness plan? You know, it, it forced you to ask yourself that question. Well, what is my fitness plan? Oh, I don't have one. Now you start to think, I need to come, I need to bring together a fitness plan. So it's motivational mm-hmm. for those who are just actually there watching the competition as well. Yeah. And that's why I laughed when I saw the title for our show. I was like, now nah, I just was talking about because I just got back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just telling people, oh, I love that they did fitness and, and <laughs> we called our first first show back is on fitness. And <laughs> So, so I think the universe is trying to tell me something. That's what I think is happening here. Hey, it's telling you love on yourself a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, she overworked. She worked long hours. She don't have no off days. I told her, look, you need to, yeah, she need to hear this. Jara, uh, she need to hear this. This is for That's her. That's the hard part. <laughs> the, resting, the resting is the hard part. Like, so now my passion is trying to spread this message one class at a time, which in my mind, I know how I have to grow my following and, and things of that nature because that's the business side. But mm-hmm. the passion is just when I have one or two people afterwards and like, yo, your class was awesome. And I'm like, thank you. Cause I'm, I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm trying to be who I am as it is, or as it relates to this particular dance fitness platform. There are so many instructors that are amazing. They have different talents. And I'm just trying to come into my own. So to have people be like, okay, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like, I, I, I bang with you. I rock with you. Like, I follow you. I'm like, me? 
Like I'm just a mom with two kids, like trying to <laughs> live life and be like, yo, we can all be happy and do this thing like together. But well, that brings me to the challenges right now. You know, Char, we, I, we at, at every show we talk about the challenges, right? And so I have some. I have a few. All right. The first one is work out. <laughs> Challenge number two, work out. <laughs> Challenge number three, work out. So the whole the whole objective of this show is to motivate you so that you can work out. We have to stay fit. As Sister Jara said, consistency, consistency, consistency. That's what I need. That I needed to hear that because I'll do good for two months and then fall off for a half a month. What's the point? You know what I mean? I'll let life I'll let life interfere with my workout plan. So I need to hear that. Thank you. Consistency is definitely a challenge for me. But like you said, if you're not at the gym, you can work out. I have an excuse. Well, I'm tired. Cause see, I'm tired. So I need to hear that. And that is another challenge is you have to be consistent. Stay consistent with your fitness workout. Next challenge. Do you even have a fitness plan? Like Akilah mentioned that was in the beauty pageant. Do you even have a fitness plan? Come up with a fitness plan because how can you stick to something and you don't even have a plan for it? So work out, work out, work out. Also be consistent. And then most of all, you got to have a plan. So those are my challenges for today. <laughs> Dara, do you have any last words for our uh, listeners? And, and, and at the end, when you speak, please let us know how we can find you, girl. Of course, man. I just want to again say thank you so much. <laughs> such a pleasure to be on the show i'm honored um man i'm on cloud nine um to our listeners you got a choice man it's either be positive or be negative andy minio has a great song about it um it's called you can't stop me and he's like you got two decisions make moves or make excuses so mm. let's see you're right it just it hits hard <laughs> and i have a routine to that you know you make moves or make excuses what are you going to do and just stick with it. If you haven't seen it yet, it's okay. Like if you plant a tree, the last thing you see is the fruit. The very last thing you see is the fruit. So if you haven't seen it yet, keep going. Like that's just keep going. Don't don't stop. And as far as following me, I would love, love, love to have y'all follow me. Like I like to be an inspiration. I'm not just talking to people. I'm also talking to myself when I make posts. Sometimes I'm going through stuff because I am human. Um, and I like to scroll back through my own Instagram and be like, remember when you said. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send you what you put out. I'm going to send it back to you. Okay. Right. Like, <laughs> you do not just, this ain't for everybody. This, that one was for you. But um, you can find me on Instagram, Lady J Rock. That's Lady L A D Y J Rock R O C K seven five seven. Or you can find me on Facebook. It's my more personal. If you really want to get to know me, I use my real name, Jara J A R A. Last name Clark C L A R K. Okay, I'm definitely gonna send you a request on Facebook. I'm definitely gonna do that. Hey. I got you. I follow you on Instagram. But please, I say to everybody, you have to, I mean, for inspiration, follow this sister on Instagram because you will wake up in the morning, check out this sister's post and be like, I'm motivated. I'm motivated. It's just this way it does. When I see your post, I'll be motivated. I'll be like, let me see what sister posted today. So, I mean, stay positive, sister. Stay strong. I love you. Thank you for being that sister that's humble and willing to share your gifts and talents to the world because we are definitely experiencing your gift and, and we definitely appreciate it. 
man. And I'm motivated. You've already motivated me <laughs> just in this little short time that we've been talking on the show. So thank Happy you. <laughs> I want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us day in and day out every week. We really appreciate you. Don't be shy. If you have a topic that you would like, please let us know. You follow us on Facebook already. You follow us on Twitter. You follow us on Instagram. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Empress, please visit the website royalempress.org. You can also follow the Royal Empress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Empress is a subsidiary of the Royal Empress Organization. All rights reserved.